Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Just Saying Football with Jack and Sean. I'm your host, Sean Gann, along with my partner, Jack McNicholas. We're here to bring you news, notes, weekly updates, and game analysis of your favorite teams from around the league. Another chance, go check out our website, justsayingfootball.com. Follow us on Instagram at Just Saying, no GWJS for article and video updates. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify and get us in your ears at Just Saying Football. Week 18 is here. It was a tough start to 2024 for you and I with our teams. Um, and just to let everybody know, the way we're going to break down this episode is basically we're going to do meh and games of the week. All the meh games are the games that are pretty much meaningless for teams or have minimal impact, uh, like the Vikings game. Our games of the week are going to be everything that has playoff implications. So that's how this is going to be broken down. Uh, do you have anything to say to the people before we get into this? No, I'm excited. You know, uh, right now, you know, I know my team's out, but I know a lot of teams, like you said, are gunning for it. Um, you know, half of this week, like you said, is really just about some teams kind of either like low key tanking or some teams just really trying to uh, like establish playoff positions. So, you know, expect some teams to sit some starters and some people to, uh, you know, kind of start their starters. going to be going to be a very interesting week. Yeah, absolutely. And let's kick it right off because we have an NFC West showdown when the Seattle Seahawks make their way to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinal or Arizona's favorite in this one, but Seattle's favorite in this one by minus two and a half over under here of 47 and a half. Uh, what are your thoughts going uh, into this one? Seahawks not only need a win, but they need a few teams to lose as well uh, for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, and, um, you know, they, they have made the playoffs the last couple of years, and especially, you know, kind of with the bounce back with Geno Smith, you know, Seattle fans are definitely expecting them to take down Arizona. Um, I agree. I think that, you know, like you said, all the implications that will come from them, it just starts with a win. Uh, we saw a lot of teams get in like that last week. So, you know, I'm expecting Seattle to win on the road against a divisional opponent. Uh, you know, huge shout out to the Cardinals for beating Philly last week. But I don't know if, if they get that lucky again. Um, I'm expecting a big game out of DK Metcalf for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Huge performance from James Conner last week as well. Will be very hard to recreate all of that magic a second time. Should definitely be a shootout of a game. I'll happily take the over on 47 and a half, believe it or not, on this one. But I'm going Seattle all the way. I just don't think it's going to go uh, very well for Arizona. That being said, Kyler Murray will be sticking around for 2024. The head coach has come out uh uh, Gannon has so moving this right along we have an ASC North battle when the Pittsburgh Steelers make their way to Baltimore to take on the Ravens uh, Steelers are favoring this one minus four over on here of 35 and a half and it's mainly because so many people are going to be sitting out for the Ravens guys like OBJ Lamar Jackson I'm going to lock in the Steelers because of how many players the Ravens are going to be sitting in this one Mike Tomlin won't be sitting any any of his players and knows that with a win they have a chance to make it into the playoffs yeah, and, you know, it's just, you know, such a tight AFC right now. You know, do expect, you know, Baltimore to be sitting a lot of guys. I just want to shout out Isaiah Likely last week, had a great game. Him and Zay Flowers have really been stepping up in, like, the absence of Mark Andrews, who was Lamar's favorite weapon. Um, You know, I'm expecting this game to be kind of interesting. Um, You know, like you said, I expect the Steelers to win. Um, You know, that Najee Harris and Jalen Warren had a, you know, franchise high amount of rushing last week. So, you know, expect them to kind of go back to that against the league's best rushing mm-hmm. offense in Baltimore. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I like I like Pittsburgh as well to win. Yeah. All right. Let's keep moving along. We have the Kansas City Chiefs making through to L.A. to take on the Chargers. L.A. serving this by minus three and a half over under here of 35. KC just won the AFC West. L.A. not in playoff contention. I'm locking in K- KC. L.A. just looks so bad uh, since Justin Herbert's gone down. And regardless of the fact that Patrick Mahomes and other starters will be sitting, I still think that that defense and Blaine Gabbard's understanding of the offense is enough. Yeah, I agree. I think that at the end of the day, like you said, you know, Blaine Gabbard kind of has shown flashes in this offense as the backup. 
So hopefully, um, you know, he can get it done. Um, you know, like I agree, you know, four straight losses for the Chargers does not bode well. Looks like they are going to just be resetting everything next season. Already fired their coach, like you mentioned. So, um, you know, just give me the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, it will be a desiring head coach vacancy job, though, and something that we'll be keeping a close eye on as the offseason uh, comes up faster than we would really love it to. But moving this right along, AFC West, another AFC West showdown. When the Denver Broncos make their way to Las Vegas, take on the Raiders. Raiders are favoring this by minus two and a half over on here at 38. I'm locking in the Raiders. They're just playing so well, and Antonio Pierce and this team is playing for him to be here, I think, for the future. They're not going to mess this up like they did with Rich Basicchia uh, a few years ago where they didn't sign him despite him having a great winning record towards the end of the year. Yeah, and, you know, I'm going to just say, I, I would say, you know, maybe on this one I'll have a little fun. You know, give me Denver. We saw them in a low-scoring matchup last week. I think we're going to look at the same thing this week um, with the Raiders. Um, but they were able to kind of slip out a win with their defense. Um, you know, obviously, um, Jared Siddham versus Aiden O'Connell, not really what we expected at the beginning of this year. Um, however, you know, it's just time for both these teams to kind of look at it like this. You know, either of them can win against a divisional opponent. But, you know, they're both kind of sailing off into the sunset at this point. Yep, couldn't agree with you more. All right, New York Jets making their way to New England to take on the Patriots. Patriots favor this by minus one and a half over under here of 30 and a half. We think Salah's sticking around. We think Bill's going around. Who do you like for this one? Yeah, um, you know, we were kind of debating off camera. A lot of people saying, you know, this could be Belichick's last game. Sean's saying absolutely no way. He's being there for the long haul. I think both these coaches, you know, have a good chance of sticking with their franchises next year. You know, under the circumstances, you know, just kind of a lot of lofty expectations going into the year kind of have fell short. Um, you know, you can see them both wanting to bounce back there. Um, give me the Patriots in this one. It's a very low scoring game, only 30 and a half over under. I think this is going to wind up being one of those classic Patriots Jets, you know, uh, 10 to 13 games. It goes down to a field goal. So, you know, give me, give me new England for this one. Yeah. I'll just go opposite of you. I'll, I'll go with the Jets. I, you know, neither one of these teams are playing for much. Zach Wilson will be sitting. So we're getting Trevor Simeon, but Jets defense is good enough. And at this point you're playing for pride and for next year. So, I like the thought of that. All right, let's move this right along. We have the Philadelphia Eagles making the way to New York to take on the Giants. Eagles trade this by minus five and a half over under here of 41 and a half. Now, the Eagles are one in four in their last five games, and their only win has come against New York in Philadelphia. What are you thinking about this one? Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting. You know, we just saw this game a couple weeks ago. Like you said, I think that, you know, the Giants right now, even with Tyrod starting, you know, it's it's going to be a tough game right now with the way the Philly is just trying to keep their season alive after that tough loss to Arizona last week. Um, give me A.J. Brown for sure for a touchdown in this one. The Giants are going to probably be without Deontay Banks, which is huge in this one. Um, you know, the Giants defense, it does look good. They have an opportunity to make a disruption on Jalen Hurts and this defense, uh, this offense, you know, we've seen it before in the last few weeks. They've, you know, been kind of in a weird spot. Um, but, you know, just give me the Eagles on this one. Uh, I I hate betting against my Giants, but, you know, I know the Eagles right now, they're playing for something big. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the Giants. I feel like to that regard, the Eagles are playing for something big. They're playing for the division title. They have their playoff spot locked. I think the Giants want to play spoiler. We've seen Jalen Hurts struggle to play in the Meadowlands, and I think this is going to be one of those chants where the Giants say, you know, we have nothing to lose here. We're going all out. We're going to open up this playbook entirely. I think they're going to surprise everybody, get the win. Um, you know, Cowboys have a chance to win this division as they are playing in Washington. We'll get to that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I just I just think that the, the Giants want to play spoiler. That's what so many teams like to do uh, this late in the game. But let's see who's moving along to the Cleveland Browns. Make their way to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Cincinnati's favorite this by minus seven over under here of 37 and a half. And you're probably wondering why is this happening? Joe Flacco 
uh, is a big reason because of that he's not going to be playing in this one. They are going to be going with Jeff Driscoll. They're also going to be sitting a handful of other starters as well. Uh, what are your thoughts about this one? I'm going to lock in Cincy. Yeah, give me Cincy. You've been talking about, you just brought up, you know, just kind of spoiling it for your division mate. Um, Just getting that win. Cincy really has had an up and down season. A lot of injuries to, you know, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase here and there. So, you know, not the season that they were hoping for after making the Super Bowls a couple of years ago. Um, I will say, you know, Bengals at home, if they are starting their offense, um, you know, go for Joe Mixon this week. Um, I do think, you know, in a game this favor, they'll be up and they'll be running. And, you know, Cleveland's going to be sitting a majority of those defensive starters who have been stars all year. Uh, give me Cincy, no problem in this. And Jake Browning, you know, give him another week to try out. You know, he could he could really stick around there as the backup quarterback. Yeah, you never know. Also, one thing to keep in mind with Cleveland, with a win or a loss, they don't move from that fifth seed. They're a lock in that for this for this playoff, so just keep that in mind uh, for as part of the reason why they're resting some of their key starters. All right, moving us right along with the Minnesota Vikings making their way to Detroit to take on the Lions. Lions are this by minus 3.5 over on here of 45.5. Uh, what a terrible way to start 2024 with that 33-10 to 10 blowout. I'm going to lock in Detroit. Um you know, I just don't know if the Vikings are it's we have we're in the contention for playoffs. We need so many teams to lose uh, even with a win. We're not going to probably make it. So I, I'm going to lock in Detroit, but I am happy that Nick Mullins is going to be starting. because Hopefully we'll have some offensive movement this week instead of what we saw last week. Yeah, obviously, you know, right before we recorded last week, we found out Jaron Hall was starting. Sean was very hyped to get Nick Mullins argued here. And, you know, he couldn't because they had started Jaron Hall. Obviously, didn't turn out the way we, uh, you were looking for. The Lions right now, you know, they're at home. Their fans have been super loyal all year. You know, this is their first big winning season in a while, big playoff run. Um, I think that it's, you know, a chance for them to kind of get more reps just for those rookie guys going in. Uh, they have so many young players on that team. Um, you know, I think the Vikings right now, um, they're going to be playing as hard as they can. Um, I do expect a good game from, you know, Jeff Jefferson. And I know Madison has a lot of incentive this week to have a large game. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I will say, you know, Detroit, they're gearing up for a big game. And it's looking like they're going to have Matthew Stafford back in the house in the wild card. So that that would be a huge deal that weekend. Yeah, it's it's definitely looking like it will be the Rams versus the Lions, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun because obviously they're going to host their first playoff game in about 20-odd years, and it will be against their former quarterback in Matthew Stafford. That will be a game that I can't wait to talk about next week. But let's move this right along to the Los Angeles Rams, making their way to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. 49ers are favored in this one, minus four, over under here, 41 and a half. I'm locking in the 49ers. The Rams are sitting all of their key starters, or in, including Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Uh Carson Wentz is going to be the guy this week. 49ers, Debo came out and saying that they're not going to be resting anybody for this one. The only one I think we're going to see with a rest designation at the very start of this is going to be CMC because he's dealing with an ankle injury. But Elijah Mitchell has been more than serviceable whenever there's been an injury. So expect the 49ers to run through him, and they'll still put up a ton of points. Yeah, I agree. I think that this is a huge opportunity for all those guys to really get the reps, including Elijah Mitchell. Um, you know, we were kind of saying before, you know, knowing that, you know, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams and Matthew Stafford are all sitting for this game. You know, Puka only needs about 29 yards for the record. You know, he could get a 30 yard catch and not sit the rest of the game. Debo Samuel, on the other hand, kind of saying that they need all hands on deck. And I think that that's true. You know, we saw them lose in the NFC Championship because they had no, in, you know, the injuries to the quarterback. They're going to need to take this week to kind of get ahead, 
get it right, and then they'll have an opportunity to maybe start some backups. That'll be great for their depth going in, getting a look at those guys. But San Francisco minus four has got to be the easiest one for me all week. Um, I, I don't think the Rams will be able to bring it without without Stafford. We've seen that stretch this year. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. All right, let's move this right along to our largest part of the week. So the Dallas Cowboys winning the way to Washington to take on the Commanders. Dallas is favoring this by minus 13 and a half, over under here 45 and a half. I'm locking in Dallas uh, with a win, and uh, and regardless of a win with the Eagles, they will lock the NFC East. So I think that they're definitely going to be gunning for a win this week. They're not going to be wrestling any of their stars. They're looking to host a playoff game. So I'm going with Dallas. I'm sorry, Washington. I think it's going to be a long offseason. Don't know if Ron Rivera will be there for the foreseeable future. Yeah, no, I think it's, um, you know, Dallas all the way here. You know, we saw, I just got a you know, huge shout-out with, you know, CeeDee Lamb, what he did last week, he only needed about three catches, 180 yards to break some records, and he went off, won a bunch of people fantasy championships. Um, Dallas, obviously favored by 13 and a half, you know, obviously a little bit larger than, you know, the Philly Giants spread, the five and a half. So, you know, I'm expecting, you know, Dallas to just crush them. Um, you know, the Washington Commanders give up the most points in the league. They give up the most sacks in the league. Um, just been a bad year for them. I hope their new owner can get them right next year. Yeah, let's see if it uh see if it happens. All right, moving this right along to our games of the week. Again, these are the ones with playoff implication. These are the ones that have a little bit more importance to them. The Chicago Bears making the way to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Packers are in this one, minus three, over under here, 44. I'm gonna lock in Green Bay. They just played so well. Um, if you listen last week, Collins, Chris Collinsworth was just had to get every single Packers fan hyped to the nonstop comparisons of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers that just seemed endless, endless in that game. Yeah, he just he loves repeating himself. That guy, uh, nobody does it better. But you know, I'll tell you one thing: Jordan Love has more passing yards this year. I've been seeing this stat than any Bears quarterback, and we knew he was kind of on pace for that. But now that he's done it, you know he's going out there to make a statement this week. He's definitely a player you want to keep an eye on his props. Um, definitely a guy if you're somehow still playing Week 18, not a bad guy to look at for a stream. Great matchup here. The Packers, you know, like the Seahawks. They need to win. That's the one thing, though. Tiebreakers roll themselves out, but they got to win. Give me the Packers, no problem. Yep, couldn't agree with you more. All right, let's move this right along uh, to Tampa Bay, or not Tampa Bay, to Carolina. As Tampa Bay Buccaneers made their way to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Tampa Bay said this by minus four and a half, over under here, 37 and a half. Now, yes, this is a game of the week because if Tampa Bay wins, they are in. If they lose and the Saints win, they're in. If they lose and the Falcons win, the Falcons are in. So there's a lot here with the NFC South. But I'm going to lock in Tampa Bay. The, the Panthers are just, are just so bad, and we just saw their owner throw a drink at a Jaguars fan and get fined $300,000. So all, things are not going well in this Carolina Panthers organization. Yeah, and they, you know that's a that's a hefty hefty pile of fines for a guy that has $20 billion in the bank. You know, they were saying that David Tepper should have been penalized a little more as that is kind of like a guy paying one, like $1.77 on an average American salary for a fine, um, you know, that'd be crazy. Um, the one thing here, you know, Tampa, their defense is good. We've been talking up Baker the last couple of weeks, Mike Evans. We know that Tampa in the past knows how to play this Panthers team. Um, I'm expecting a big game out of Rashad White this week, Rashad White, however you want to call him. I know I've been messing his name up all year, but I'll tell you this. He's a dog. I think that the whole thing with Tampa right now is they just need to go on the road. Like I've been saying, if you can go on the road and beat an divisional opponent at the end of the year like this, it's as good as playing, you know, this playoff level atmosphere. So, you know, give me Tampa, no problem. 
Yep. All right. Let's keep us moving along to another NFC South showdown when the Atlanta Falcons make their way to New Orleans, take on the Saints. Saints fair this by minus three over on here, 42 and a half. Both these teams can make the playoffs if they if either one wins and Tampa Bay losses, as we just said. I'm locking in the Saints, so they got a huge win last week against Tampa Bay on the road. Now they get to come home. They get to play a beaten-up Falcons team that is expected to start Taylor Heineke despite his high ankle sprain, uh, but we'll see how that goes because if Desmond Ritter goes out there, I think it's going to be a huge win for the Saints. It will go far beyond this minus three spread that we're seeing. Yeah, Desmond Ritter, um, you know, not having the season that we thought. You know, he is the guy that Sean kind of thought he was. I always thought maybe maybe he could develop into something. But we have seen this year that it's just been a tough year in New Orleans, um, and, uh, in Atlanta, and they've been keeping it up. However, New Orleans, they are just the better team. They're at home. The Superdome is super super tough place to play and we've seen them make these little runs at the end of the season before whether it's under Sean Payton or Dennis Allen um I agree to go right with them you know I think Kamara is going to have a great day against the Falcons and I you know I, I think that New Orleans is kind of getting hot at the right time but they really do need to show that you know they're healthy that they can you know kind of win these games because a lot of people are going to be counting them out if they do make the playoffs Yep, absolutely. All right, let's move this right along. So we have an AFC South showdown. When the Jacksonville Jaguars make their way to Tennessee to take on the Titans, Jacksonville's favorite in this one, minus 5.5, over under here of 39.5. Now you're probably wondering, well, why is this game in here? It's because the Jaguars do not have the AFC South on lock. All right? If they lose this game, they are out of the playoffs. But if they win, they get to host the playoff game, and they're in the playoffs. What are your thoughts going into this one? Yeah, my thoughts are, you know, Tennessee, go get him. I think that this is a big King Henry day. Um, I think that, you know, there's a lot of incentive here for the Titans to win. Um, you know, Sean, you mentioned off camera, if somebody doesn't want to lose and just lay down in this league, it's Mike Vrabel. And, you know, I think that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins right now, a million dollars if he gets 49 yards, 250 if he gets seven catches. I could definitely see taking alternate props on him to just get everything there. Um, you know, expect him to just be on the field the whole game. And, you know, it's an interesting um, scenario here. You know, there's so many divisional games that are determining so much. And I, I think Jacksonville, we've seen them struggle in these divisional games against Houston, against Tennessee. We've seen you know, them, them kind of collapse. And with Trevor Lawrence playing a little bit off and playing a little injured, you know, that's all the power to Tennessee. Yep, couldn't agree with you more. I'm going to also lock in Tennessee. I think Vrabel's going to tell these guys, look, we got a chance to ruin our division opponent from winning this division, from making it to the playoffs, and that is incentive enough alone. The money and everything else is just a nice added bonus for some <laughs> of these players. But I, I think that this team is going to rally, which is a great segue into our next one when the Houston Texans make their way to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. And there is a lot at stake here for this team. The Texans are favored by minus one and over under here at 47 and a half. Whoever wins this game, regardless of the Jaguars game, whoever wins this is in, all right? You win and you're in in this game for both of these teams. So what are your thoughts going uh, going into this one? Yeah, I mean, Indianapolis, you know, I feel like I've been just talking about them every week in different ways. They either love them or hate them. This week, I'm kind of loving them. Uh, you know, Houston has, is favored, but they are kind of trending down. Uh, to me, you know, just a lot of injuries that they've been dealing with, trying to recuperate. Um, not a lot of, you know, uh, you know, it's more only kind of Devin Singletary in the backfield now, which I feel like kind of limits their offense, even though he is better than Damian Pierce. Um, I think that they are right now just trying to run a lot through CJ and they need to be running, you know, kind of through the fact that, you know, 
you have this uh, defense that is so young and they need to stop Gardner Minshew because the offensive line in Indianapolis is going to be a huge difference maker uh, for them this week. Uh, you know, the, the Texans defense is going to have to start by stopping Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss and Michael Pittman, who I think are pretty prime for big games. Uh, Indianapolis kind of came out of nowhere at the end of the year this year. And we always see a team like that slip in. I think they're that team this year. I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to go with Houston. These two teams saw each other er earlier in the year, and the Colts won 31 to 20. It was mainly because they couldn't stop Richardson on the ground, who had two touchdowns. Uh, but CJ Stroud, this is one of his big welcome to the NFL games. He was 30 for 47, 384 yards, and two touchdowns. He just couldn't get a lot going on the ground mm -hmm. uh, for them. But we've seen that drastically change. It's become a much more balanced offense. I think that D'Amico Ryan, I think this team is is ready. I think they've done so much to turn it around. If they make the playoffs, if they win this game, D'Amico Ryan is a lock for coach of the year. I, I'll argue with anybody about that, given the season that they've been able to put together. But I, I like a I like a nice road win uh, for the Texans right now. I think the Colts might might be one of those teams to fumble the bag. And you're talking about the the Tennessee Titans and players having something to play for. You know, Dalton Schultz four catches gets two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. So there are players on the Texans team outside of just you know making the playoffs will get some incentive. But let's move into our last game and probably the best game of the weekend. It's going to be oh, the yeah. Sunday night football one to to cap off a wonderful and great 2023-2024 season when the Buffalo Bills meant to go to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Buffalo's favoring this by minus three with an over-under here of 49 and a half. Now, both of these teams, I believe, are locked in for the playoffs regardless of a win or a loss. Except, Actually, no, I'm sorry. The Bills, if they lose, they, they could potentially be out of the playoffs. But a win for either one of these teams gives them the AFC East division. So what are you feeling about this one? Man, I mean, this is a great game because Miami right now has the best offense in the NFL. And, you know, you know Tyree Kill, even though he's 248 yards away from Megatron's record, he's going to try to put himself up there in the books. Um, you know, this is going to be really tough, though, against the seventh-best passing defense of the Bills. I think that the Bills' defense – this is the time you start stepping up. We've been seeing them become a true playoff team, running and playing through their defense, as well as, you know, Josh Allen here or there. Um, this has to be a big game for Stefan Diggs. We've kind of seen him disappear. Um, I think that him and Gabe Davis finally have a good game together this week against Miami. Um, Miami right now, like I said, they're great. But at the end of the day, Buffalo, they need to win this game. Um, if Miami wins, they're going to be a very high seed right now. You know, Buffalo, they're going to need the same. Uh, and playing in Buffalo is, is going to be a huge advantage to them going down the stretch rather than you having to play anybody in Miami. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm locking the Bills. They've just been playing so well. They're six and one since their loss to the Broncos. Um, it's not what you want to see right now for the Dolphins. They just lost Bradley Chubb to an ACL injury. He's going to be out for the entire playoffs and a good chunk of next year, most likely. Xavier Howard also went down with an injury late in that game. It's just I think things are trending down for Miami. And what we've seen with them this season is that when the spotlight is on them, when it's the Sunday night football games, when it's the big games. Minus the Cowboys, they are not showing up. They lost this team earlier on in the year, 49 to 20. And I mean, the Bills to me right now are one of the scarier teams in the AFC with how well they've been playing offensively and defensively. I agree with everything you just said. I just. Yeah. Well, like you I said, think... Bradley Chubb, it adds to Jalen Phillips already being gone. You're down your yep. pass rushers. And that is killer when you got a guy like Josh Allen who can buy time. 
Exactly. So I, I think it's going to be the Bills. I think that we're going to see both these teams in the playoffs, but the Bills are going to come out of nowhere win the AFC East. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good way to that's cap off story. the season and then a start and then a, hopefully a great start once we kind of figure out the final finishes of where everyone will be. Uh, I know that's the, the most AFC exciting part. Once you see this game end, you see that playoff bracket locked. And you know it's wild card weekend time. Because if you're the Dolphins or if you're the Bills, you're essentially playing for the number two seed. And if yeah. you lose this game, you drop to five six. It like that. All of a sudden you're the away team. And I don't it's yeah. a lot of that stake. You want right that now. confidence going into the playoffs that you're the division champs as well. You know, that's yeah. huge for them if they were able to knock Miami off like that. We were talking about off camera, especially if you're Buffalo, you want teams to come play you in Buffalo. Yeah. If you're Miami, you're kind of, you know, Miami, that's where I'd want to play. Cause yeah, I'd want to, <laughs> I'd kill to play a playoff game down there. Yeah, I don't want to go to Buffalo. So this is an opportunity and I, I can't wait. We got a great, great final week of games coming up. I'm happy that we have a lot of teams in playoff contention. That's all the time that we have here today. And just saying, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. We have a ton of, a ton of stuff coming out uh, with the playoffs coming up. Yeah, a lot of playoff content, playoff videos, predictions, our awards. We're going through our brackets. Stay tuned for all that in the coming weeks. It's going to be an awesome playoffs, however this week shapes it out. Always remember to check us out, Just Saying with no G, WJS on Instagram for all the updates on that content. And on YouTube and Spotify, make sure to check us out on Just Saying Football. Thank you guys for checking us out all season. Appreciate it. Enjoy.